Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Brown from Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries with another segment of Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. Uh, I'm pleased to welcome this morning uh, on our set uh, our own mayor, David Anderson. Uh, welcome, Mr. Mayor. It's Thank you. It's an here. honor to be here. We've talked a lot over the years, but never on camera before. Well, it's good to have you here. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the time that we're in. Uh, we're going through a lot uh, as a community, but I'm excited as I watch your leadership. Um, you know, I know that um, we talk about these are unprecedented times, and so nobody's got all the answers, you know. But just watching the way that you're trying to pull people together is inspiring to me. Well, you know? I appreciate that so much. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I, t I accept that humbly. You know, I'm doing the best job I can. And sure. so I appreciate well, that. And I and doggone it, I am trying to do that. Yes. Yeah, I think sometimes people think that, that uh, those people that we elect to office are supposed to be something like... Uh, superhumans, mm -hmm. you know, and just because they got elected, they're supposed to know everything, and right. they're regular folks, you know. Right. Um, I mean, our mayor has a job. You yes, know, I you do. Live yes. in the community, you yes. know, just like the rest of us. Right. And I think that's the great thing about our political process. We pull people right out of the community to serve us, mm -hmm. you know. And um, I, I'm just uh, pleased to say and let community know that you have uh, been one of the. Uh, uh, your support has been just refreshing, let me say it that way, um, for us at Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries. And I know uh, I'm not on all of the calls right. uh, that we have, but my team is, yes. you know, and they say the same thing, you know. And so uh, we're just pleased to be at the table uh, and, and to have some input. And so we've been talking about, um, the, you know, our whole COVID thing and, yes. and how we're working to, to help the, bring the homeless together and, and all of that. Um, give me kind of an um, a aerial view of how you see that uh, progressing. So I'd be happy to talk about it. And I want to back up just a little bit first here. And this is one thing that those of us that do this work, I think, are reminded all the more. And that is that, you know, everyone's lives are disrupted now, oh, yeah. are in turmoil. Traumatic things are happening. But we sometimes forget that there are many people, several hundred people on any given night in Kalamazoo, who literally have already or are experiencing that. Yeah. So people that have had a, a pandemic in their own lives is how I think about that. Okay. And so when we're oftentimes when we're dealing with people and we might think, well, why are they making that decision? Well, why did that happen? You have to keep in mind. These are folks who have had their lives totally disrupted and upended. And here they are having to take advantage of, you know, the systems that are that are here in Kalamazoo, whether right, it's faith-based, right. nonprofit-based, even public. And so that's one thing as a reminder for right, us. Right. That's an excellent perspective because all of a sudden we are all in uh, um, a, a situation that we don't know how to respond to, you know. Right. Uh, I know for myself, this whole social distancing thing is about to drive me nuts. You me know? too. And, yes. and if I was a single man, if I uh, if it wasn't for my wife keeping me on task, I know I'd have messed it up a long time ago. But uh, she she starts it out in the home, and so she makes sure that we continue to do um, what we suppose what we're supposed to do, even coming and going from our home. Right. You know, and so. Um, it's just been great to, to have her there. But let's talk about, you know, about this. How, how Have you been encouraged by the way that the uh, agencies have been working together? I can't tell. I mean, I don't even know encouraged is enough of a word wow. to tell you the truth. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, 
you don't want to talk about, well, despite everything, there's good things. Right, but right. I guess there are good things. Yeah. You know, even in times of trouble and in times when people are, are losing their lives, yeah. even, there has been, a, I think, a coming together of the serving community mm-hmm. in Kalamazoo here in a way that I have not experienced before. And, you know, even, you know, even agencies that have the same mission, you know, they have to do their own fundraising. That's right. They might have their own priorities and ways of operating and sometimes sure. don't get along sure. every day. And uh, sometimes you don't even feel positive about a partner agency right, and right. decision that's made. And I can say right now that I have never felt more like we are willing to share mm-hmm. And find those places where we agree. And guess what? It's a lot more than any portion of what we might not agree on. Right. I I totally agree with that. I think that for some reason, I don't know why it is, we always seem to gravitate to the the negative. We Mm -hmm. gravitate to where the tension is, you know. And uh, I know I've had some conversations with some of our partner agencies that I've never talked to. You know, right. and I mean, I mean that that's an indictment against myself. But you know, just because our agencies are doing different things, and as you said, uh, you know, we're all vying for uh, funding in a sure. small community here. Yes, you know, and we've got a need, and and we see different, uh, we see the problems from different perspectives, and we choose to approach it from different perspectives. Right. But this situation has shown us that. Regardless, if our perspectives, if we come at it from a different perspective, all of them are valuable in this process. Right. And so that that to me has really, really been encouraging. Yes. Uh, we were talking a little bit earlier about uh, what do we go, do going forward? Because I'm sure our community knows that uh, we're in partnership with the city of Kalamazoo and HRI and a few others. Uh, we've got people staying in hotels over on... Uh, uh, Lake Street and then some in Battle Creek. Right. And so, but at some point, uh, when we start talking about getting back together, right. what is that going to look like? Right. You know, what do you think some of the challenges are going to be? I mean, I think the challenges are going to be uncertainty that we've all been experiencing every single day in our own lives. And that is, for example, I think we were, we were on a call, was it yesterday now, and I talked to the county health officer right. who's been very involved in the sheltering system like never before, yeah. and, and that's been a blessing. But say, so give us some perspective. What is your guidance going to be as we begin to perhaps expand our shelter populations again? I mean, we're not in a situation where we can afford to pay for motel rooms for hundreds right. of people every single night. That's right. And he did not really give me an answer. Now, yeah. I'm not saying anything about Jim. Oh, really? I think he's doing yeah. a great job, but he didn't really know. So I just felt like we have to keep talking every day because this is coming right back towards us. You know, right. We're in a temporary situation. Yeah. And it's not like a one-time event. A hurricane went through, we're done with it, now it's getting yeah. out. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, we talk about this being an unprecedented situation. It means we've never seen this before. No. You know, last time our country went through something like this was over 100 years ago. Right. And I don't think it's a lot of people left that remember what we did or know or can have have input at this point. You know, and so even the experts, 
are trying to figure out, you know, how do we respond to this? Right. We don't know everything there is to know about about the disease itself. No, we don't. You know, and so we don't know how it's going to respond coming out of this. Right. And so we've got to be prudent. We've got to take our times. I just got chewed out down on the sidewalk <laughs> because our store isn't open yet. Uh, yet. And gentleman rode by on his bike, chewing me out, telling me, well, everything's open downtown, you know, like that. Well, you know, I it might look like it to you, but I'm responsible for this corner up here, right. you know. Right. And I got to make sure that our people are safe and the people that come here to shop, you know, are safe. And right. so uh, from our perspective, we get input from other rescue missions, CityGate Network, and, and those people that do the exact same thing we do and mm -hmm. just see how it works in conjunction with what our local community is doing and how's right. that going to all unfold together. Right. And so I'm excited. And, 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 you know, again, I'm excited and I love the way you're pulling folks together and getting them to talk. Cause that, that, that piece right there is going to carry us on into the future. I believe you so, know? so and, much. Yeah. And, um, I was actually on another call, um, about a whole nother something that has to do with the city. We'll talk about it another time, but okay. I was just, excited to be on that call to had been called and asked you know for input because i can't remember the last time we got something like that you know and it's, so i'm sorry to say that's you know, true and i think that's unfortunate yeah and and one thing you know that that i remind people about to tell you the truth uh and you know not not to get into any too much negative territory but mm -hmm. you've had your ups and downs with community yeah. opinions about that sort of thing and and you try to change and 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 uh reflect the best behavior that you can here in in helping people people who are sometimes in very challenged situations but yeah. we have sometimes forgotten in this community that there has been a a group of people more or less quietly going about their business and making sure that there's places for, on any given night, several hundred people to be. And yeah. that happens to be this organization. And uh, I think sometimes people have gone on and just thought, well, it's being taken care of, you know, that, yeah. that work. And I think that's a big burden. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is that our mission to help people transform their lives through being housed right. and having opportunity for hope yeah. And and uh, thinking about opportunity, that's work we have to all do together. And we yeah. all have responsibility to share in that. One of the things that I think has come out of this is that now we've got partners uh, in this community that are doing what we do every day. Mm -hmm. And they're, they're taking care of a segment of what we call our population, you know, in a different place. But it's given them an up-close and personal view of what some of the response uh, responses are when you're going through things with this population yes. and just some, what some of the challenges are. Yes. And when I think that, okay, so they've got a third of the population over there of what we normally handle all day long. Right. And they're getting an indication. So I'm hoping there's an education in it for all of us. I mean, that's happening at the, at the same time, for sure. Yeah. You know, in my day job, you know, at Integrated Services of Kalamazoo, which is a department that receives federal money and, and addresses homelessness issues and does outreach, that sort of thing. So I've been involved in this business for a while. But one thing we determined to do, you know, whereas this crisis was really coming upon us, was open up an additional day shelter. Right. And that was over here at the River Church. Mm -hmm. And thank them so much for that. They, they opened up their facility were very generous with us about using that, and we staff that with Integrated Services 
of Kalamazoo folks. And I know that you allowed more day sheltering to happen here. Of course, we have ministry that does that work. And I had never really done day shelter work before. So just what you're talking about is that, yes, we kind of get to walk in the same shoes here for a minute. And one thing that happened, and I know you had to deal with it here, is that, you know, as we check people in and and check temperatures and all those things we were beginning to do, we had, I think, uh, about a dozen folks who stayed at our shelter who subsequently were identified as being positive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many of them went to the quarantine shelter Mm -hmm. over in Battle Creek, but that means I'm thinking about other guests that were there. I'm thinking about people that I care about who work with me every day, who are spending all time, all, all day with them. And I know you've had you know, issues being concerned about your own team members here. Yeah, oh, yeah. So it was, I really felt like we were all pulling together. Yeah, it, it took that. Uh, we had some of our team who uh, early on, for fear or whatever, uh, their reason were they opted to stay home. Yeah, and we you can had, understand that. I, oh, I certainly can. We yeah. had uh, other team members who, uh, who worked it as long as they could. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, until they... Uh, uh, contracted, uh, you know, the virus, and then they uh, had to go and, and get healthy again, and then they were anxious to come back, Yeah, you know, and that was uh, encouraging as well, that they were committed, you know, to the people that we serve and to yes. make sure that we had, because at some point, uh, we even had to close our kitchen, right? you know, and so, and uh, I had Mike Lou on uh, last week's program, and uh, just a wonderful job that they did coming alongside and, and helping as well. Uh, it, it's a community effort. Yes, it, it is. It is a, a total community effort, you know. Right. And I think going forward, uh, we're going to continue to have conversations that will help us uh, in what we call the good times. You yeah. know, it'll when we don't when we're not faced with a virus, but it, right. but conversations that teach us how to respect each other and how to work together mm-hmm. uh, ongoing so that we're not trying to pull this thing together in the middle of a crisis. Right. You know, and so I'm excited about yeah. that. Isn't it interesting though how sometimes it's it takes a crisis for that to happen? You know what? Why is that? You, you know, I think we get too much time on our hands, and uh-huh. so and a couple of things. Uh, number one, we get focused on our own little piece of the pie, right? You know, and then we get so much time on our hands that I can talk about what you're doing wrong, you know, because I'm feeling confident over here because you know I'm taking care of myself, right? But in the middle of crisis, I need help. You know, and, right. and I'm willing to to cross some boundaries or whatever in order to get that help that I need. But right. then as soon as we relax, uh, we go back, you know, and I... I we can't I, let that happen. It, well, well, you know, it's it's. I think it's human nature because uh, even while I'm talking, yeah. I remember the children of Israel when they left Egypt, as long as everything was going good, they were happy. Right. <laughs> but as soon as things hit the fan, they forgot, you know, about God and all he'd done for them. And they're telling... Uh, um, Telling Moses, look, take us back. You know, we don't even have no spices to put in, put in the food. You know, like right. that. And so people, right. people just tend to do that. And I think uh, as the sooner that we are aware and admit that we don't want to be a part of this up and down right. uh, type of thing, and that we are all better together. Right. You know, then we'll be more accepting. Um, it it was encouraging to me again to see. Uh, when when the funding, the PP, uh, PPP funding came out and there were no restrictions for religious organizations. Mm-hmm. And I thought, man, okay, so now this we, we can work together better, better 
because now I'm trying to not, I'm not operating from more of a deficit right. than I normally would. Right. You know, and so those for me, those types of uh, things and, and solving some of those types of things so that uh, religious nonprofits feel like they're on level ground. Sure. You know, for me, some of that is, uh, should be a part of the conversation going forward. Yeah. And so, I agree. Uh, I agree. yeah, I'd be excited. I'd be excited for that. Um, so we're, we're now trying to figure out, okay, how we're going to open our stores, you know, and yes. how we're going to start doing pickups again, because we're getting people to call us. Right. You know, they're ready to start shopping. Uh, it's been a good time. We've had our stores have been renovated, you know, and uh, our teams have come from out of the stores, worked in the shelters. And so now they've got that 360 view of what the ministry is all about and everything. So it's been, it's been really helpful that way. Um, did you ever think, um, just coming in as mayor at the beginning no. of the year, did you ever no, think that the bottom was going to fall out? No, no imagining. I mean, we were, seemed like it was great times, right? <laughs> it I mean, was. tons of people were employed and the economy yeah. seemed like it was doing well. Uh-huh. And just think now, I just saw a report this morning that came out of the Federal Reserve, 40% of individuals who were employed back in January, mm-hmm. making $40,000 a year or less, mm-hmm. are now unemployed. Wow. That's where the highest unemployment numbers are. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of things you can worry about, and you can't spend every day just worrying. You have to recognize and then you know, go forward with, uh, yeah. with some intent and in trying to be optimistic that you can address those things. But it makes me worried. Are we going to see you know, more folks looking for assistance. Right now we have a moratorium on evictions. That's going to lift it sometime. What's it going to mean for low-income people? Yeah. Well, I know that we're, you know, working together. We're talking about how do we get people uh, into housing quicker now? Right. You know, I mean, hopefully there's going to be a lot of people and instead of coming back to the gospel mission, they'll be able to go straight from the hotel into their own places. Right. But as a result of of what you just talked about, people being laid off, I think there's going to be a whole different segment of people in that homeless category. Right. Um, A couple things about that is one thing is the mentality is going to be different. Mm -hmm. Uh, These are people who are used to having a job. They're used to working. Right. You know, and so we're going to our challenge is going to be to keep them encouraged. Uh, try to help them get into, you know, gainful employment as quickly as possible. Right. You know, and uh, but I think that's going to be a phase that we're going to have to go through getting back to whatever normal is going to look like right. on the other side of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's uh, once again, we don't know for sure what that's going to look like. Yeah. But I have so much hope that we're all talking together about what that's going to look yeah. like and, and how we could manage through that. So, yeah, well, we, we appreciate your leadership. We are, we want to be at the table and, uh, we're looking forward to having those conversations. And, uh, if there's anything that we can do to be a part, a positive part of moving forward, you, all you got to do is call. I appreciate and, uh, that. We are so right much. there. Yeah. Uh, my whole team is excited. Uh, the ones that have come back to work, they were excited to get back to work. And we are excited to um, to see what that new 
uh, a normal is going to look like for us. We know that there are going to be challenges, as I said, it's, you know, a whole different population now. Right. You know, what that population is going to be uh, going to look like getting back to wholeness, you know. But uh, we're ready for it and we're excited uh, for it. Um, so my guest today is our mayor, uh, David Anderson. Uh, he's doing a wonderful job, and we've been having a great conversation about how we're pulling through uh, this time uh, of quarantine and coming back to a place of wholeness. And uh, I just want to say to the community at large that you all have been great. Uh, it's been really encouraging as we I've seen uh, people ride by and wave at my staff, wave at myself, and tell us that we're doing a great job. We appreciate that so much. We need your prayers. And I ask that you continue to pray for our mayor because, uh, again, he, he comes into this position. We elected him. Uh, he's elected to do this uh, job as mayor, and then the bottom falls out. And so, <laughs> you know, he, he needs help, you know, and I'm not willing to blame him for the, for the bottom falling out. He didn't pull the bottom out, you know, and, and we all just need to put our energies toward uh, getting back and getting at a place of wholeness for our community. Um, so if you've got any more questions, uh, you can call the mayor's office. If you, you have call questions. the mayor's office, simple email. It's just mayor mm -hmm. at KalamazooCity.org. Okay. Say that again. Mayor at KalamazooCity, one word, dot org. That's it. There you have it. And uh, you can get your concerns right to the mayor. I hope that he gets as many um, emails of encouragement. And uh, people telling him that they're praying for him as he does complain. Seems for some reason it just always seems to be out of balance. Um, uh, Mr. Mayor, I always, at the end of this program, I always like to pray for my guests uh, that came on. And I'd like to pray for you today. I appreciate so I that very much, Pastor. Brooke. Won't you pray with us? Well, Father, we just thank and praise you, God, for um, our mayor, God. Your, uh, the word of God tells us that God is the one that appoints people of authority and that he puts them in that place. And so we receive Mayor Anderson, God, as a gift from you. And I pray, God, that you would give us wisdom and understanding. Show us how to support him, how to pray for him and his family. I pray, God, that you would always cause us to be able to give constructive input, God, because he's in the same situation that we are in. And uh, he is the one that is really pulling us together. So, God, we thank you for him. I pray for our community, God. I pray that you cause us to always know that we need each other, know that we are a community uh, that is all trying to pull together so that we can make it through this time together. And we rely on you, God, to give us guidance, to give us peace, and to give us strength and all of that. Uh, God, we love you for it, and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This has been Pastor Michael Brown and my guest, uh, Mayor David Anderson, today on Stories of Hope from the Heart of Our Community. God bless you all. You have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you here next week.